Hello and welcome to The Cats Walk, the podcast that brings you style with substance. I'm your host, Joseph Katz. I'm excited to bring you in-depth interviews with celebrities and influencers about their style and personal experiences. I will also share the best beauty and lifestyle tips and tricks to help you look and feel your best. This week, I'm bringing you Instagram star and actress Haley Lottenbach. Haley took to Instagram fame with her handle Haley Bo Bailey as a model and now has over 460,000 followers and growing. Haley gives us an up-close and personal look at her life, challenges, and secrets to staying fit that no model has shared before. Haley attends many A-list Hollywood parties, being a top influencer and model, and she shares some really interesting celebrity news about her favorite stars. Did I say Leonardo DiCaprio? Yep, I did. Listen what she has to say. Welcome to the show. Haley, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I am so happy to be with you and I am going to wear a bow tie every day now. You're inspiring me. I would love you to wear a bow tie. You always are (laughs) dressing so funky and cool and I love your shots on Instagram and I love it that you're just like doing you. You're just having fun. I was having this conversation with literally this morning. I did a 7 a.m. workout class. There's a point to this story. This ended up being a DM conversation with the trainer and he was like, I just love how you have no filter. And that's the best thing about getting successful is being self-deprecating and just being yourself. I'm like, yep, I have everything I have because I just make fun of myself. (laughs) But you're so pretty. And everybody, like every like pretty girl, every Instagram pretty girl is like, my life is perfect and I don't make fun of it. And I'm just perfect, you know? And it's like, everybody's like, no. Yeah. I think that's why I kind of went the way that I went was just because I was seeing that on Instagram. And I was like, your lives aren't that perfect. Let me shed some light on reality. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, I mean, just like we see in Hollywood, right? It's like what you see isn't always exactly what it is. And like you make it more real, which I love that, you know, so it's cool. Thank you, Joseph. Yes, yes. (laughs) So when I first met you, we did that NBCLA show together and you were my fabulous model and look so beautiful. And um, one of the things I always think about when I talk to like influencers and stuff is like, how did you get started? Like, how did it all start? Because didn't you start as a model? Yeah, did you- actually, no, I did. I started out as a legit model, like TMI, like trying to starve myself. Every single agency was dropping me in the beginning. I guess let's rewind a little bit. My yeah. whole start was yeah. in Portland. Okay. That's where you're from. Yes, I'm from Portland. I'm currently in Portland. That's my plant. Her name's Sandra. Oh, um, hi, Sandra. <laughs> thank you. Um, but I was on the total normal trajectory to going to U of O, which is Ducks, and I was going to go to college there. I had done some modeling in Portland, which I just got into, which is not an exciting story. I just submitted pictures to my local modeling agency, and they signed me. So I was doing local modeling stuff in Portland, um, and then the summer before about to go to college, which was, I think, 2013, I finally got signed to Wilhelmina, L.A. Ooh. And my mom has always kind of been like a momager, But a good kind, not like Chris, like actually has my best interest, but also pushes me. Oh, that's good. So my sweet mom had to convince my dad, Haley does not have to go to college. She's not going to be pretty forever. Let her go to LA. (laughs) Really? Yeah. My mom was my biggest supporter and was like, I mean, this is before people didn't go to college. I feel like now it's more normal. 
But yeah. convincing my dad of that was the biggest thing. And all we, we told him it was only going to be a, a gap year. Like, go, go, go to LA, go to New York. It'll be a gap year. Right. It's uh, 2020 now, and I still haven't gone <laughs> to college. Ooh, you didn't go. You never went. Never. Never. No. So then tell me what happened. So then you you went, you got in Wilhelmina, L.A., and then what happened? You yes. moved to L.A. So, yeah, so I moved to L.A., and I have to give a shout-out to my parents, Eric and Deanna. Uh, they fronted me $10,000, which was six months of rent in L.A., paid them back. Uh-huh. But wow. they were like, you have to pay us back or this will prove to us that we still love you, but you're not going to be able to be a model. But paid yeah. them back and have stayed in L.A. ever since. Wow. I mean, there's a couple of back and forth. There was, I moved to L.A. when I was 17 because I was young for my school year. Yeah. And I had to move back to Oregon, I think, three times out of how many years it's been just because I was young, basically doing college in L.A., but with no school. Yeah, so right. the first time I had to come back to Portland was because it's my fault. I, I I was having the best time in L.A. I wasn't even drinking illegally like most people do. But, yeah. you know, promoters, they would bring you to all these dinners before right. clubs. And so I wasn't drinking, but I had never been around so much five-star food. So I would just eat it all. <laughs> anyway, point is, <laughs> I got dropped from my first agency because I wasn't their measurements. You You gained weight? Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. I gained weight. <laughs> well, like a normal person, <laughs> you're around five star food. You want to? So then, what happened? So, so you did probably not much, right? Oh, like how much did I gain? Well, I'm just saying, like it was just like a small amount, and then they said they're not gonna have you right. on there. But I mean, in their defense, it was a couple, like two months of saying, "Hey, Lee, you gotta get your bleep together." Yeah, and I just never got it together because. My first, so high school, I was a virgin till a very late age. So that will tie into this. So I've never had a boyfriend in high school, never did any of that. And then literally like your parents' worst nightmare, the first boyfriend I get in LA is a club promoter. Oh my God. Who's super old. After I started dating him and then like two months in, they're like, Haley, you're not you know, looking great in clothing, whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, fine, I'll fix it, I'll fix it. Never fixed it. So, like, eventually they're like, no, we're dropping you. Oh, wow. When you say super old, how old was he? For me, being 18, 17. he was 32. Oh, yeah, that is older. <laughs> well, yeah. okay, no. I, by, by that time, I was 18. I never did anything weird like that. Yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> like 65. <laughs> <laughs> never did anything illegal. <laughs> right, 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 right. And so then they dropped you, and then what happened? Right. So that was my first drop. So then I moved back to Portland and spent a little bit of time there, realized I don't want to be here. I have to go back to L.A. Got super skinny again, which, by the way, this was like almost 10 years ago. Maybe my math is wrong, but it's not as cutthroat anymore. But back then, super cutthroat. Got really skinny, got signed to Next Management. Oh, yeah. And then... I've actually never talked about this story to anyone, but I guess I'll share it with you. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to mention any names, but I go back. I'm the fittest I've ever been. I'm looking great, booking all these jobs. And then, and this is before Instagram was popping, Joseph. Okay. This was like, they were telling, because I had followers since the very beginning. I was one of the first Instagram people to oh, have followers. Really? Okay. Yes. If you guys are listening and you've, followed Instagram since it first started. It was me, B. Holly B., Kara Santoro, and 
some other girl, but it was like the first come up of girls that had Instagram followers. But when I went back to LA, they were like, no, models have no personality. You have to delete your Instagram. You should not have followers. That's what they said at your agency? Yes. And so for a while, I was like ashamed of my Instagram. Like, oh my God, no, I don't have one. Which now, in hindsight, every single casting you go to now, they have you write down your Instagram. And I book all my jobs through Instagram more than an agent. Gosh, that's amazing. Um, Okay, but this is the second downfall I had, which I would say is my rock bottom that made me actually get my S-H-I-T together. So Instagram, they were saying, don't do it, it's horrible. A month later, they realize Instagram has brand deals and stuff. And they're like, oh my God, no, Haley, keep it going. Get the followers, get the followers. Go to this party. It was an A-list musician, almost actor person's roof party. And they're like, go here and take a picture with all the people there. Um, I take this picture with this really famous guy. He's not an actor or a musician, but everyone knows who he is. But I don't want to, I don't say his name. It's almost like Voldemort where it's he who must not be named. So I take a picture. I'm Anne-Marie Kelly. Wild Precious Life is a podcast about dreaming big, digging in and connecting across distance, division, and loss. In each episode, I talk with prize-winning writers, musicians, and wanderers who remind all of us how we can make the most of the time we have. So meet me here. Let's walk and talk and dream and discover what it means to be wild, precious, and brave. Here's the backstory. I was doing a cute photo implied from behind with my three model girlfriends. I have boobs. Yeah. Very big ones. These (laughs) girls were like New York girls, like nothing, you know? Oh, okay. And so we're doing like a cute picture. And then this person in question says, hey, girls, come take a picture with me. And we take the picture. And of course, the other girls look super like, you know, like just like, If you're listening on podcasts, I'm doing a very New York pose where it's just lanky and skinny and bones. Me having boobs, I get dropped from the agency because I'm in that photo. They made me go to that party. They made me meet these people to get in these pictures. And then they post the picture. And because I'm the busty one, I get dropped from the agency. Why? Just because you're busty? There was backlash because this person usually only hangs out with or would post pictures with more of an escort type girl, oh. but he was at this A-list party because they were friends. And my agents were telling me, go, because there's people there will have a lot of followers. But the backlash from me having the boobs in the picture made it look like I was an escort, which I wasn't. Oh. I was only there for my agent. So, oh. so the other girls were fine. I got dropped because I had the boobs and it looked like very like almost porny. <laughs> but it was a wholesome picture that my girlfriends were trying to take that turned into a whole thing. Oh my that was my God. moment that I moved back to Portland, took a whole year off, maybe even two years. And then I went back to LA, super mature. Now I'm great. Oh, now this is your time back after that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's my time back, but it wasn't recent. That was like 2014, maybe. Oh, wow. But okay. after that, I never had another like dropping issue with an agent. Yeah. Are you with a different modeling agency? Yes. And I was just going to put a little closure to that conversation. That was my rock bottom. And ever since then, I kind of was like, okay, let's get mature. You're getting older, blah, blah, blah. So now I just parted ways with my modeling agent in LA and my acting agent. My agent right now in LA is nobody. When quarantine started, 
um, I had just bought this place in Portland and it was before I even knew about COVID or anything. It just happened mm-hmm. that I got this place yeah. and I was like, Hey guys, I'm going to go, uh, to Portland for a little bit, furnish my place. And they both said, okay, well, if you're going to be there for longer than a month, we have to drop you. And I understand why they dropped me because I started taking a lot of jobs where I didn't have to go through my agents. Uh, I have a manager now, Jonathan. Uh-huh. Shout out, yes, Jonathan. Yes, yes. But I just do everything through him. So right now, there's no agent in LA. Right, so right. hit me up. Hit you up. If you're if somebody's hit looking, they can hit you up. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, that's fabulous. So now, I mean, basically you were booking, is it because you're booking these jobs because you, um, of your Instagram and people know you from social media, right? Yeah. It, it sounds like I'm making excuses for not having an agent, but- For example, the movie I just shot in Oklahoma for a month that, fingers crossed, we're in talks with Netflix, so I could be a Netflix star. Wow. Congrats. What's the name of it? Thank you. Oh, the name of that is Model House, which I think the title is getting changed because explaining this movie title to my family, like not my parents, but like my aunts and uncles, I hate saying, oh, it's called Model House because they're probably just like, oh, you're a model in a model movie where you're where it's like bloody, oh, makes sense. But like, no, it's a legit movie. <laughs> movie, movie, yeah. Movie, movie. And that's why I think that when when Netflix buys it, they're going to change the name to something else that sounds less cheesy. Yeah. But here's what I was going to say, backtrack. Yeah. Um, For example, I'm not just like booking things from an Instagram DM, which usually is sketchy. So the movie I booked in Oklahoma, I had worked with, the director of the movie five years ago where he was doing music videos. I met him on a music video shoot and I was like, oh, music video guy, no offense, but probably like, you know, going to stay in music videos. And then four or five years later, he sends me an offer for this movie. And the other girls had to audition. They all had to do three first audition, second audition, and then the chemistry read. I was the only one that he wrote the part for. (laughs) <laughs> my character is Trudy and she's a horny lesbian girl. Ooh. I'm the comedic relief. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so it's it's done. It's already been filmed. Right. We finished it um only we finished it on October 8th, so pretty recently. Wow, that's very cool. And it's a comedy or Um I'm I would compare it to like it's as serious as The Strangers. Okay. But with a little bit of Haley Spice comedy. And then <laughs> I like one of her it. Other You're girls, a horny lesbian. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. But in the movie. That's not written in the script, but that's what I would surmise my character to. Okay. So this will be coming out like next year? Early next year, maybe? or Early next year, yes. I don't think it has to be a Halloween movie because, like I said, it's like a serious thriller. Right. Um. But I'll let you know where it gets bought. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. Very cool. And also, we had to stay in a bubble for the whole month. Originally, it was supposed to take place in Malibu, which it does take place in Malibu, but we shot it in Oklahoma. Uh But it's fake Malibu. Okay. And we had to stay in a bubble. We had to get groceries delivered to us. We had to get COVID tests every two days. It was a crazy experience. So it's that whole COVID thing you had to stay within and they have like a red zone, all these different things. Yes, yes. They would pick us up in the same car, transport us. Like I was in Oklahoma for a month. I never saw anything besides my house, the drive to set and the set. 
Oh, that's it. You couldn't go anywhere. Right. And I was oh going to like, you know, in the beginning before COVID, it was supposed to be shot in Malibu, like in a Malibu house. And I was like living in LA still. Yeah. So I could have had people come to set. I could have had visitors. And then when it comes to Oklahoma, being in a quarantine bubble for a month, I was like, can I still bring someone so I don't like go crazy? And yeah. the answer was no, no, no. Wow. And I almost said no to the movie because I was like, this sounds sketch. I'm going to actually die <laughs> and, or go insane. Turned out being amazing. Loved it so much. That's good. That's great. Wow. So was that what your your ultimate goal is to do more movies and TV? Yes, exactly. Been modeling for like 10 years. And I hate when people say they caught the acting bug, but it's like a legit thing. I got That's the bug. That's what you want. Yeah. 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 I want to be acting. I have too much to like... If you can tell, I can't shut up. I love it. So I need to act. Yes. And you're good at it. And you're fun. And you have a, you, you just have a great personality. And I mean, to have a great personality and then have a great look, it's like, that's amazing. Those two together. Thank you, Joseph. Yes, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Science, science, science. Hello, podcast fans. Want to get weird with us? Come check out the Mad Scientist Podcast. We are a weekly show that looks at the history, philosophy, and hard facts behind your biggest paranormal questions. Did the government really pay for a psychic spy program? Yes! Is it true that surgery got its start in grave robbing? Yes! Can a roller coaster really kill you? Legally, we can't say so for sure, but sometimes... Yes! Join myself, Chris Cogswell, and my co-host, Marie Mayhew, as we examine the science, philosophy, and history behind the strange and unusual. All to discover what's possible and plausible versus what's, well, just made up. Check us out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Mad Scientist Podcast. So that was the whole thing with the modeling issues. So... Is it true what they say about all the models, like, that you've got to, I mean, do you have to work super hard? I mean, because, like, you're in perfect shape. Like, if somebody goes to your Instagram, <laughs> like, you're, like, there's no issues. Like, you're pretty much in a Thanks, bathing Joseph. suit or a, a, a bra and underwear, and you look fabulous. Like, if I was in a bra and underwear, <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't want to see that. No, just kidding. So, uh, Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Take it off. Take the bow tie off. Honey, wait, wait. No, you'd go running. Um, but no, you look you look great. And so does, I mean, do you wake up like that? Like you said at the beginning of our interview that you just went to your 7 a.m. workout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so my answer to this. Yeah. <laughs> I love, honestly, when I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, I'm waking up. Or I usually in quarantine have been sleeping till 12 p.m. I love that. I know. I still get all my work done. That's good. But in the beginning of quarantine, I was doing live stream workouts with Isaac Boots. He was amazing. And then eventually, and I was super, like, in the beginning of quarantine, so toned. And I kind of, like, loved doing that. And as quarantine went longer and longer, just gave up. And then I I was booking jobs and, like, I looked fine, whatever. But... What I do for fitness yeah. is usually nothing until it catches up to me. Okay. And then I'm like, oh, snap, it's been a month of not working out. So that's why this morning I was like, it's almost Monday morning. Let's do a workout. And so I have scheduled a workout every day for the next three weeks. 
Otherwise, I'll just sit at home eating snacks and watching TV. So is it like normal for you to just kind of be in this shape or do you have to work at it? The past couple pictures I have posted on Instagram were from Oklahoma where I was barely eating and I was bringing a personal trainer every day to not to not, not to set but to my house before I had to go to set because our call times were till 6 p.m. So the answer is yes, I work for my figure when I'm actually working for it. Most of the time I slack until it's go time. I have a job the next week and then I have a perfect schedule that makes me skinny in one week. (laughs) I think every woman in America would want to know your skinny in one week trick. (laughs) Like, what is that? How do you, I mean, do you just lose like water weight or do you, how do you, how do you like do that in a week? Oh, I do have some little Hollywood secrets. Okay, I'll take it. The audience would love Hollywood secrets. (laughs) And I apologize in advance. These aren't the healthiest. I'm talking about doing this like for a week. Okay. Before you're... Not even for modeling. Maybe you have a wedding. Right, right. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Maybe you're getting married. Yeah. Um, here's my little things. Apple cider vinegar shots. I know we all kind of know this. Okay. I don't take them all the time because it really is bad for your throat. Okay. But the week before a shoot, every single day, two tablespoons, basically a shot worth of apple cider vinegar which almost is actually tasting worse than a shot. And that's how you know that it's doing something. Makes well, you go it's number just two. apple cider vinegar? Yeah. Mixed with anything? Uh, no. So that's the thing where I'm not the best person to ask. You're supposed to mix it with water okay. so it doesn't burn you as much. Okay. But then that means I have to taste it for longer. I'd rather just shoot it and okay. in a couple of years deal with the repercussions. <laughs> Right now we got to get fit. Yeah. Okay. So apple cider vinegar. Okay. Okay. Other things, super unhealthy, but just good before you have to be pretty for appearance. Water pills, which you have to drink extra water if you're taking them, but it makes you pee out everything. Like your arms just get snatched because- The brand is Diarex. They also make laxatives. I don't take laxatives. So laxatives is the one thing I won't delve into. No. I've seen model girls have to go to hospitals from that. Oh, model girls take the diuretics and stuff. Yeah, they take the laxatives. Like when I was living in Miami with a bunch of models, that was the craziest experience. There was razor blades (gasps) everywhere and girls having to go to the bathroom and have two-hour number two sessions. Oh, my God. But wow. I never had to go that crazy. I never went to New York. I never had to be that skinny. That's why I just stayed in L.A. Because curves were allowed. Yeah, you're like, you're a, a beautiful woman's body. A little curvy, but not Thank crazy. You. I think I found the right balance. And also, this is so, sorry for other aspiring models out there, but I don't have to try as hard with my body and, like, hurt my body anymore because I am a personality, so I get booked from my Instagram and just my personality now. Right. But I would say other models don't follow my tricks. What do you mean? They do the water pills, the diuretics, the everything. Yeah. I mean, most models like know those tricks, but I'm just saying any young girls out there don't start doing that. Yeah. 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 So if you're trying to get ready, like now you would take maybe apple cider vinegar once a day for a week. Yes. And what does the apple cider vinegar do? I don't actually don't know what it does, but all my Googling has made me love it. And it's also not just a skinny thing. It's also a healthy thing. The brand I get is Mother's Apple Cider Vinegar, and it has the mother, which no one knows what it is, but it's good for you. Okay. But yeah, that, and then the night before a shoot, I will take the water pills. And then other than that, 
actual healthy things is yeah. Pilates. Okay. You don't have to do crazy kickboxing workouts to lose a bunch of weight. The best shape I'm ever in is from Pilates, which isn't even, I mean, it's really hard, but it's elegant, you know? Yeah. So Pilates gives you abs in one week. Really? Yeah. So abs, and it elongates the body, right? It's like supposed to be very, right. yeah. My biggest thing that I have found over the years is um, lengthening workouts. Do you do any lifting or no? I So another good thing to say, I never used to lift weights because I was like, I don't want to look a man. Right. Um, turns out you have to lift weights to be in shape and be fit and mentally fit and everything. Right. So yes, I do lift a bunch of weights. What really keeps the, like, to keep yourself trim? Is it like cardio and Pilates and vinegar or? <laughs> <laughs> Those are all great things, but. America is going to change. You watch. <laughs> I have to give a more wholesome answer. Yeah. Before you have to think about your body, you have to think about your brain. And all the times where I was trying to get skinny, I was being so mean to myself. And also skinny isn't the right word, but. Back in the day, I was trying to be so skinny. I would do all these like weird tricks, which I do still do the tricks, but like once in a blue moon. And I was like, just be skinny. And no matter how much I was trying to be skinny, I I would lie to myself and cheat. And in the times where it was crunch time, I would just gain weight because I was focusing too much on losing weight. So the biggest thing I can tell you is you got to change your brain and your mindset and say that working out is so you can live longer, so you can be happier. It makes your brain happy. Yeah, it makes your brain happy. And yeah. then you're happy. And so throughout the day, you're not cheating and being like, oh, I'm mad today. I'm going to eat this cookie. No, I had to retrain my brain to be like, because I do have an addiction to food. I don't know if that's clinically diagnosed, but I definitely have an addiction to food. Happy celebration. I want to eat food. Sad. I want to eat food in bed. <laughs> yes. I, so, I, I'm i with you. Yeah. Right? Yes. Which also isn't a bad thing to do. No. But I did say for the weekend, calories don't count. So I do give myself Saturday and Sunday to be, no, Friday and Saturday, whatever. That's my free time to eat. Can you have ice cream, cookies, everything? Uh, in moderation on the weekends, yes. Throughout the week, I finally have trained my brain just instead of going towards a cookie when I'm upset, I do a couple of jumping jacks. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but it really does work once you get into that mindset. You mean, and then you don't want the cookie? Kinda. Holy crap, I'm going to be doing jumping jacks. <laughs> you do have to, yeah. You can't just yeah. start into being like into jumping jacks, but right. I journal a lot now, which I never used to do. Journal about how you're feeling? Yeah. I have a five-minute journal that every single morning, even it's like only five minutes. So when I'm okay. feeling lazy, I'm like, Haley's five minutes. You write down your, what, what you want throughout the day, what you want mm-hmm. from the day. And then at night, when you get back into bed, you write down if you accomplish your thoughts. Right, right. So journaling really did help me. That's cool. Um, You know, I saw you posted on Instagram that a really cute picture of you when you were young with those round glasses and then you with the round glasses today. Like, what were you like when you were a young girl? Were you like the most popular girl or were you, what were you like? (laughs) I think every model says this, which sounds so model, but I was so unpopular on the first day of seventh grade, I wore camo on camo because I was like, if I dress like a boy, maybe the boys will like me. It didn't work, but that was my whole mindset. Yeah. And oh, also another weird story I just remembered. 
some of the popular kids were being mean to me. So I told them, I'll bring you Pringles every day if you're nice to me. So for two weeks, I would bring them Pringles to try and be nice to me. And did That they? was middle school. It helped? No. Oh, it didn't No, it didn't help. help. They just abused me. Oh. I remember telling my mom, Mom, we need Pringles. She's like, why? We don't eat Pringles. I'm like, please. <laughs> get them. Trust right, me. Get the Pringles. Wow. But high school was more... I was cute because I was modeling then, but this is so weird to say, but I was not able to get into the popular group because I wouldn't put out. Oh, really? Yes. So all these popular guys. So until senior year, I was still the nerdy girl. Like there's Haley. She's a model. She's cute, but she won't put out. (laughs) Senior year, I started to, you know, get invites staying out with the popular kids Cause I was in the Christian group, you know, young life. I was like part of that. Um, so I would go to like the popular kids houses and then this is also TMI, but they would try and do the, the dirty and I would freak out and always run to my car. So I never would put out. And that was a rumor about me. She's hot, but she won't have sex. And the best validation has been, um, after high school, a couple years later, all the popular kids that would pay me no mind. Always just slide into the DMs. Wow. Oh, they're DMing you now. Uh. Yep. Now they're always like, Haley, when you're visiting Portland, let's hang out. Oh. I finally got validation. Yes. Yeah. You talk about, you know, about when you were, um, you know, when you journal and things like that. And I was looking at your Instagram. It was like a while ago. And I was seeing like you were so vulnerable about just how you feel and stuff like that. And you were saying like, there was a picture of you walking and I don't remember the whole thing, but you were saying like, I'm walking, I seem happy, but I haven't gotten out of my apartment and I feel down and depressed. I was like, that's really bold. Like for you to like come out and just talk about that. Cause I feel like sometimes people want to just hide that. Or I thought I really commended you for that. Cause it's like, that's hard, you know? Oh, thank you, Joseph. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that was hard to admit, but the um, responses I got were amazing. People saying that no one ever shares that. It makes them feel more normal. And the whole reason I actually did share that was I still go through these depression spouts. Um, It doesn't happen as often now because I do have other outlets. Like I journal my feelings instead of bottling them up or I paint. You got to find that thing that works for you. But that was like one of the last times I have felt that way. I had been in bed and I I didn't have a boyfriend to like get me out of bed at that point. I was Mm -hmm. by myself, still making brand deals, still paying my rent because I have brand deals that I can post from bed looking all happy. But behind the camera phone, I was in bed so scared to go outside. I see people's stories like on boats or at the beach. I'm like, I wish I could do that, but I, I can't even explain it. It's, like something's holding you down in bed. I could not get out of bed. Anyway, that's when I said, Haley, you've been in bed for five days. You haven't seen your friends. They've been calling you. You've been ignoring them. Get yourself into some therapy, into a doctor. Yeah. So I did, and I just got diagnosed with normal depression, anxiety. I am now currently on Zoloft. And I know some people don't believe in pills, but that changed my life. Now I you know, feel like I can tackle the day and go outside without, I don't even know what it is, Joseph. It's not a fear of being murdered. It's just, I can't leave the door. Like, it just feels like you want to just stay in? Like, you just don't want to be with people and stuff? 
yeah, I got to stay in. Or if I go take the trash out, someone's going to talk to me. And then they do. And it's a great conversation. But then I run back inside and I'm like yeah. Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't feel like that now. No, it doesn't. I feel happy and ready for life. And I used to sleep in as long as I could and because I just would wake up like, oh, I just want this day to end. I'm going to go back to sleep. Right. Now I am so happy to be waking up, go outside and do things, even just a small bike ride. That changed my life too. I got a bike and I just go outside with music on my AirPods and yeah. roll around. So my biggest advice to anyone listening with that, don't be afraid or embarrassed to tell someone or if you're older than telling your parents, go to the doctor and talk about your feelings. Yeah. It's important. It really is. Um, so I wanted to ask a few more things um, because I know we're getting towards the end. Can you believe? I feel like we just started. I feel like I'm in therapy right now. Um, but let me think what I want to ask you. So many things. What is one thing that you have not told anybody? You've told me so many things. I feel like maybe you haven't told many people. But like one thing you haven't told anybody before. I think. Out of all of the things I thought about answering this right now, mm-hmm. one of the biggest things, and this is for you foot fetish people, I have a thing where I can't control my toes and I'm always grabbing onto random fabrics or carpet while I'm watching TV or grabbing my dog's toys and always fiddling with my toes. <laughs> and anyone who's next to me loves this weird thing about me because they get a free foot rub because I'm always trying to grab fabrics with my toes. Is that gross? <laughs> no, that's one thing you probably have never told anybody. So that's, never. that's great. <laughs> that's great. Um, since we're talking about fashion too, this is about fashion. The show is about yes. fashion as well. What would you say your style is? I love this question because I was just, I just went to free people. I never buy, buy clothes anymore because Instagram, whatever. They send you and stuff, right? I, yeah, get, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I get sent yeah. everything. That's so nice. normally what I wear, or what I wear is what I've been sent. And for a while, Joseph, it was like the crop tops with uh, cool baggy pants that were colorful, like the street racer almost. Right, right. So I was wearing all the street racer stuff. And then the other day I was like, I hate how I dress. I can't even go to my parents' house because I look like a cartoon character with my boobs all out. <laughs> so my style now is basics with a bunch of jewelry, which if you're watching, yeah. you can see all this. Oh, that's cool. Um, if, yeah. They should watch the video because I like how you layer. Like that's very trending now, like yes. just gold on gold. And yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the gold um, bracelet, and, yeah. And the newest thing that I've brought onto my fashion is wide leg pants. Mm. they make you look so slender and tall. So super tight, high-waisted, and the bottom is like, you know, flared. Flared pants, boot cut. Yeah. Yeah, with a heel. Oh, that is my go-to style right now. And what would you say if you were going to give people listening, like, really good advice? Like, maybe somebody's not, I mean, you're thin, you look great, but maybe somebody has some curves, more curves than you, or they're super busty or they're smaller busted or whatever. What is like a tip that you would tell them? Like, here's what I always do when I go out at night, when I put on a dress or put on pants, what do I, this is what some tips, maybe the little Hollywood secrets for you. Okay. My favorite Hollywood secret, which to me is a secret. I've never heard of it before is booby tape. That's also one of the brand names, but you probably already know about this. Yeah. I just learned about boob tape. 
like for this, I, I have bra, I have big boobies. I have to wear bra straps, but I use booby tape to hold my boobs up. So booby tape is a great option for big boobs. Also, yeah, minimizer bras, ladies. If you have over double D, look up minimizer bras. They're gonna look like you're having a baby and pumping milk, but. <laughs> They flatten you out. Oh, so it makes it a little bit flatter for you so that you're not like popping. Yeah. It kind of like, it looks, it's the most ugly bra. Like it flattens you. It's not like a sports bra. It just makes you look flat chested. So you're able to wear certain kinds of shirts. Other Hollywood secret. This isn't really a secret, but I tried on my first Kim Kardashian-esque corset. And that's why they all look so skinny. So don't compare yourself to that. I was... I looked so skinny and it was great, but I was like, that's why. That's but why the, all these people have sunny weights. You don't really need it. That's like a Spanx. It's like a Spanx no, kind of thing, right? right? Yeah. I don't yeah. need it, but I did try it on because my friend owns like a Spanx company. And I was like, damn, I look good, but I don't need it. So, <laughs> But it's so tight, isn't it? It's uncomfortable a little bit. Oh my God. I had to lay on the ground with four people around me strapping all the straps and also, I couldn't even pee. You couldn't. There's a zipper down there. It's like, I can't believe that <laughs> people go to these Oscar parties looking all glamorous and they go to the bathroom. You have to unzip it like you're in a diaper. I ended up getting pee all over myself. <gasps> oh, so you unzip <laughs> the zipper and then that's how yeah, you can you, pee. Oh my God. Yeah. You got to be really careful within <laughs> that zipper area. Oh, yeah, wow. exactly. Okay, I have one last question. I can't let you go without this because I know you get invited to a lot of like, interesting parties you're getting invited to instagram parties but now you get into a lot of a-list parties so do you yes. have any like fun secrets you can tell us about like any interesting ah. party or maybe the most boring celebrity or the most exciting celebrity that um just for our audience because they have fans right. they want to know they want to live through you well, we want to live through okay. you yeah lots of parties okay one of the most boring celebrities that you would never guess is Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? He is the most normal guy. Just like, I just call him vanilla. He's just vanilla. I've hung out with him a lot throughout the years. He never wanted to date me because I'm a brunette and never was New York skinny. So whatever, Leo. <laughs> but, <laughs> Enough. We don't need Leo. Right? Yeah. No, so I basically became like his little sister. I mean, we just hang out and I would talk to his girls, but he's just so boring. Really? He just, Yeah. One of the funniest memories, though, is watching Netflix with him, and he um, would go through his movies on Netflix and be like, oh, I was so fat there. Oh, I was so skinny there. Damn, I missed, I missed that version of me. So that's a little oh, funny story. Oh, he would say story. that? <laughs> yes, he would go through his movies. I don't even know how he came up on all of his, Maybe there was a Netflix section of Leo movies, but he was going through all of his uh, movies being like, oh, this time, this time. Any interesting, fun parties you've gone to, like a big, uh, well, big celeb party? Here's an interesting thing. For most of these parties, you actually do have to sign an NDA. Isn't that crazy, Joseph? Wow. You have to sign and say, I'll never talk about this. Uh, but I, 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 there's definitely been some where I haven't. Okay, let me think. Mm. <laughs> okay, like, for example, Chrissy Teigen. I know everybody loves Chrissy Teigen. Oh, yeah. She had a party for her sunglass lunch, and she came on stage, acted all Chrissy Teigen self, and then 
after that was just like really mean. Really? <laughs> but that's not like a crazy one. Okay, last question. I keep saying it's going to be the last question. It is, I <laughs> swear, I swear. What are the craziest DMs or give me just a funny DM story of people because, oh you know, God. you've got almost a half a million followers. If if yeah. listeners don't know, they can go to Haley Bo Bailey and they, and they can find you um, and they can watch this video and see you. But um, what is just a funny story? Like, have you gotten marriage proposals? What, what crazy stories? Oh my gosh. I mean, the marriage proposals are all the time. Who knows? Oh, Dubai. Dubai is one that I get all the time. Baby, come to Dubai. And I look at them and they're like legit. They have followers. They're not like a random scammer. They're Dubai princes. I don't know. But they're. Oh, right. Yes. And they send me pictures of them. This never actually happened, but they're like, hey, I'll deposit all this money into your account if you come to Dubai. I'm not just going to go to Dubai. Um, So that's like a legit thing that does happen. And the other one that I have gotten one time, which was so funny, it was, I can't go verbatim, but it was, I would drag my balls through a glass shattered floor through flames and fire just to get to smell your fart. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I know, it's a great one. I mean, I don't think, I think you won. You won. (laughs) Nobody has ever asked to smell my fart. (laughs) Well, going through glass. And going through glass. Wow. That's amazing. You could be a princess one day, right? If you, I suppose if you take one of those Dubai guys right. up on it. That's amazing. Wow. If you don't hear from me, I'm in Dubai. That's right. You're a princess in Dubai. That's fabulous. Right. Wow. Well, thank you, Haley. This is so fabulous. So the movie should be coming out. And you've got merchandise coming out. Yes. Where's that? Where can people find that? Please go to HaleyBobailey.com to see all the merch. We have stuff for men, women, everything. You're going to love it. Wow. What is it? T-shirts, sweatshirts, everything? T-shirts, sweatshirts, sweatpants. What I'm trying to go for mostly is people buy the top and the bottom because it's... Joseph, you're in fashion. You know tie-dye is going to be a big thing, right? Right. So all my stuff is tie-dye. Oh, fun. But like not the Venice kind. You're not going to walk on Venice and see gross Haley merch. Right, right. We have... High quality tie dye. Oh, that's cool. So they can go on your Instagram. They can go there. Yes. Follow you at HaleyBoBailey.com. Yes. Anything else that I'm missing? If you guys aren't watching, please look at Joseph's bow tie. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, tune in to see my bow tie. <laughs> tune in to see Haley's beautiful skin, her great gold chunky jewelry, and her very fit, cool arms, and her um, plant that's behind oh, her, yeah. which is called Sandra. Sylvia. Sandra. I love Sandra. Joseph, oh, yes, I yes, love yes. you. Oh, you're the best. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks so much. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Cat's Walk. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thank you to executive producer Gerardo Orlando, producer Leah Longbreak, and audio engineer Dave Douglas. Coming up on 5-Minute News... I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because 
The news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.